Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This What's on Tap Radio On Demand episode is presented by Cask Branding. Cask Branding is a trusted source for supplying breweries, distilleries, and wineries with custom merchandise and branding. A member of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild, Cask Branding can make your brand stand out with class. You preach support local. Well, how about practicing what you preach? Go to CaskBranding.com, CaskBranding.com, CaskBranding.com. Enjoy the show. This is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. So. Uh, spread the gospel of good beer. good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. <laughs> Cheers to all us beer geeks and those new to the craft. A What's on Tap high five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio. Beer and the culture that flows with it. Here's beer guru James Simpson and beer logics Chad Pilbeam. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready to, ready to go to work. You know, when I hear that intro each and every week for What's on Tap Radio, it means it's another week I didn't get fired. All right, welcome to What's on Tap Radio. James Simpson, beer guru, hanging out in Studio S on the west side of Houston, Texas. I am Beer Logic's Chad Pillbeam, hanging out at the Beer Logic World Headquarters and Drinking Emporium, also known as Studio C in Allegan, Michigan. Welcome to What's on Tap Radio. Just Two fi- hours of beer for your ear. I'm just finishing up my stretches before we get started. <laughs> you know, I like to stretch it out before we get on the radio. You do not want to pull anything no, when you're doing no a show like this. No hamstrings, nothing, nothing, well, nothing, or, or pull a liver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but whatever, you want to make sure you're properly stretched and ready to go. But I am amped. Yes, Chad, we made it to another episode of What's on Tap Radio. We got a. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good show. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you talking about? Are you sandbagging this week? No, we got a great episode planned for you. By the we way, do. I want to thank all of our listeners. Um, I don't know if you saw the numbers. Um, they're up again. That's good. <laughs> Please. The numbers are good. Tell a friend. <laughs> Tell a friend. We want to thank all of our wonderful listeners. And uh, wonderful sponsors. Uh, our, our, our partners in crime. we got to get this out of the way just because our, our sponsors believe in us. So we got to make sure that we show them the love. This is our way of giving. It's a, it's a verbal hug. Oh, sorry, all of these just, wonderful people. Sorry, I'm just finishing my jumping jacks here. All right, yeah. that being Tantric Brewing Company <laughs> in Allegan, Michigan, where Chad's Woo-hoo. located. Uh, no Label Brewing Company, which yeah. is where Studio S is, where I am here in Katy, Texas, the west side of town. Beer Logic Conference and Events, Ringnaldton Haken Insurance Group. Glad to have those guys on board sponsoring our Hold My Beer and Watch This. Of course, the Backyard Grill, which is sponsoring this first segment. And, of course, Cast Branding, that sponsors our podcast, which is available everywhere. So uh, thank, you, thank you to our wonderful sponsors, and thank you for you for tuning in. 
guess I don't say four, yeah. but thank you for tuning in. I yeah. guess I should say. Yeah, no, that's great. And you know, we got that. We've got an insurance agent now with Ringnall the Ten Hake, and now all we need is a lawyer. We do because, need a lawyer. Yes, <laughs> we if, do because sometimes we get into in, into the weeds on some stuff, and we're like, all right, we're insured for that, right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we get in over our head, and I know there's probably another attorney shaking their head, like, ooh, guys, stop there before you go any further. <laughs> But uh, if you are an attorney, uh, please get a hold of us, and we'll, later in the show we'll explain how you can do that. But uh, yeah, how is... do you feel about pro bono work or working for beer? <laughs> I'm just telling you, man, we can work something out. But uh, yeah. I am thirsty. This is a show about beer. Amen. And uh, for the next two hours, we are going to kick back and crack open beers and see where the conversation takes us. And brought to the table is how we're going to start things off. Chad, who's going to go first this week? Me or you, brother? Well, you know what seeing is brought to the table is brought to you by our friends at the backyard grill on the Northwest side of Houston, Texas with over a hundred beers. And you are closer to them than I am at this very moment because geographically speaking, go. All right. So went to the store, my local retail a few weeks ago to try to pick this beer up for brought to the table. Unfortunately, they were sold out of it, but I did return and did luckily find it and I have not had it. But we talked about this on the show. They released this about two months ago, and we did a whole story about it. But I am bringing to the table for the first time the El Segundo Steve Austin Broken Skull American Lager. Oh, the lager. Now, remember, I brought the the IPA. IPA. I brought the IPA, which the IPA is a fantastic IPA. Remember, I thought maybe it would be gimmicky because whenever you get celebrities doing beers or or bands, usually I find it to be typically gimmicky and not so good, but this IPA is phenomenal. So I figured, so if the IPA is so good, let's try the American Lager. And this comes to you at 4.8% alcohol by volume. Is in a tall boy, and I'm going to go ahead and crack this bad boy. It's a good way to start things off with. You know, I usually I like to start the lower ABVs and then work my way up, but I'm going to pour this in this glass. And you see the vessel I'm drinking out. This is for you, Chad. Well, I love I'm this beer glass. Samuel well, Adams Boston Lager glass, the perfect vessel, and it brings out the aromas. Uh, Jim Cook, I know, let me uh, drop here. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Thanks again, James, for scooping. No, I'm Get kidding. Out of here with that. But uh, yeah, this is the Broken Skull American Lager, and uh, we we came in with the work theme, and this is the beer that's the ultimate reward for a hard day work. Brewed with the oh, nice. best American grown barley and hops, Broken Skull American Lager goes down as easy as a three day weekend. Cheers to those who are out there earning it. There you go. Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager, El Segundo Brewing Company. Not a sponsor of the show yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would like for them to be. But I'm going to take a sip of this. You can see it looks very nice, clear, straw colored, nice little head on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's gay. He's putting that down. Oh, he just finished the whole thing. That's how Chris. No, I'm just kidding. He did not. Mm. Yep, yep. yep, two thumbs right, up so here on my end. It but, gets uh, the stamp of approval, James does. Simpson, Beer Guru, stamp of approval. All right, so I you brought fan. the L. What is it called again? The El Segundo. El Segundo Brewing Company in El Segundo, California. Steve Austin's Broken Skull. American Lager, 4.8% alcohol by volume. And that is how I am kicking this show off, Chad. I am tossing the ball into your court. All right, I'm going to uh, the hometown of superfan number one, Christine Pillbeam, Zeeland, Michigan, where I stopped in. And I even teased. I said I was going to bring this beer to the show. If you follow us on our social media at What's on Tap Radio, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, um, 
This is from Triple Root Brewery, and this is a small little brewery in a town that was dry until not too terribly long ago. This is the Hop Barn. What, did it not rain? (laughs) (laughs) Dad joke. No, you couldn't buy any alcohol there. And uh, I'm going to pour this into our glass, and I'm going to let it air a little bit. But uh, we'll talk about it when we come back from our break. But let me just fill you in. It is Hop Barn Number 6, a 7% IPA from Triple Root Brewing Company. And uh, this particular beer, why it's called Hop Barn Number 6, uses six different hops. It uses two M's and four C's. So it, the M's being Mosaic and Mackinac, and the Mosaic being the only non-Michigan hop. And the other ones grown here are Citra, Cascade, Chinook, and, Col- and Citra, Cascade, Chinook, and... And Chad Uh-oh. can't think of it. We'll think Boom, about that. On a blank. Right. We're going to take a break and Chad can gather all those notes. But that is brought to the table. I kick things off with the El Segundo Steve Austin Broken Skull American Lager. And then Chad backed it up with the... The Hop Barn Number 6. 7% 6 Hop American IPA from Triple Root Brewing Company, Zealand, Michigan. All right. We are due for our first break. So we're going to take a break and then come back with the official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week. And then Chad will dive into a little bit of the notes of his beer that he brought to the table. Again, this has been brought to you by The Backyard Grill. But we got a lot of good stuff on tap. We're going to talk about the beer consumption in the USA, uh, craft beer trademarks, and all this and so much more. So What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. Seriously, don't go anywhere. This is What's on Tap Radio. All right, all right, all right. You hit my playlist there, didn't you? You yeah, did that yeah. for me. Our theme this week is we're working. It's time to hang up those work boots or the tie, whatever you wear to work. Time to relax, grab a beer, enjoy the show. In the first segment, which is brought to the table, sponsored by The Backyard Grill. Which follow the backyard grill on social media. Oh my gosh, they're posting all these videos of crawfish. <laughs> Man, that's torture. That's torture. Oh, did you did you see the one the other day? It was uh, for their Taco Tuesday. They had <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Crack me up. It was the uh, for the Taco Tuesday. They had beer battered fish tacos, and they took some video clips from these guys who fish, and they say that. The, the number one rule of fishing and beer drinking is you're not allowed to drink beer on a boat that you're fishing from unless you catch a fish first. I'm like, nope, that ain't flying. And, neither, and Backyard Girl said the same thing. They're like, nope. That's, <laughs> That's a dumb rule. I mean, it makes sense. So you got to earn that beer you're drinking. But Nope. Uh, they said it, and then they said, if you want beer, you can come here, and you we don't care when you drink. And then they said, if you want beer and fish tacos, well, you can kind of get beer and fish there. So the Backyard Grill. Yep, love those guys. Mark McShaffrey doing good things for the community as well. So uh, I, Amen. I kick things off with the El Segundo Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager, 4.8% alcohol by volume, a working man's beer, it says on the can. And I agree, it's a great beer. It's, the temperatures are heating up, and this is a good beer to sip around the pool or maybe while you're barbecuing. Again, not a sponsor. Yet, <laughs> trying to get those guys on board. I don't know if they know who we are, but we're fans. And then, yeah, unfortunately, ran out a little, uh, ran out of time for Chad to kind of break down the beer that he brought before we get into the what's on tap radio fun fact of the week. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Triple Root Brewery, uh, just a really cool location on Main Street downtown Zealand. I mean, I think Zealand has a population of like, I don't know, like maybe. 5,000 people. I mean, it's small. It was 5,001 until uh, his bride moved out. 
Right, exactly. It's it's a small little town. It's similar, you know, in, in stature again to Allegan where I live, and uh, you know, just a, a nice little community. And they didn't have they didn't allow beer sales. And then Triple Root comes in after they lifted the law, and they were the first brewery in Zealand. And I stopped in, talked to the owners over there. Hop Barn Number Six, and it's for the six hops. Now let's see if I can remember. It was Mosaic and Mackinac, the two M's, and then Four C's, which is Cascade, Citra, Chinook and columbus there you go so there's there's six hops there's six different hops in here and it this brewery is known for making very balanced approachable beers for them this is outside of their wheelhouse and it is a beautiful aggressively hopped beer which is a classic american ipa i mean it's it's a it's not angry where it's going to pierce your tongue but man big hop flavor and bitterness Great, uh, a, a, just a, a malt presence that's there to bring a little balance to it and hold on to those hops so they don't carry you away. Nice beer, and you can feel the alcohol a little bit at 7%. Great fermentation, good clean beer, good head retention, lacing on the glass. Good stuff. So uh, the, I'm a fan. And this segment has been dedicated to that one person that critiqued us on our um, <laughs> podcast that we don't break down the beers enough. So that one is for you, my friend. There you go. You know, it's also for you, my friend. Now, the official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week. Brought to you by Who's Ever Check Cleared This Week. Free education. That's what we're giving you here on What's on Tap Radio. So, Professor Pillbeam, without further ado, take it away. That's right. Knowledge. We're dropping knowledge bombs right here. All right. Well, here in West Michigan, just down the road from Zealand, where my wife was born, where she's from, is the community of Holland, home of New Holland Brewing Company. And uh, there is a uh, there's a big festival that's going on right now called Tulip Time. If you, you ever hear of this, James? Tulip Time? No. No? no? I have not. Yeah, I know. You're kind of giving me the look like mm, you're joking, right? No, it's a celebration of Dutch heritage. There are parades, dancing, costumes. There's... Uh, uh, fair food, windmills, wooden shoes. Oh, wow. Not, okay. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. And not until recently. Um, yeah, there's beer there now, fortunately. Because, again, West Michigan, rather conservative. The Holland-Zealand area, not really known for a long time as being a craft beer destination because of its conservative roots and dedication to the blue laws. But as craft beer has started to emerge throughout the culture and New Holland Brewing Company, they wanted to bridge the gap between those teetotalers and those who wanted to have a craft beer, and they even created a beer for Tulip Time, not too terribly long ago, called Red Tulip Ale, and some of the proceeds going back to celebrate the Dutch heritage. Now, if you've never been here, like James has. I'm Googling it um, right now. Wow, that looks fun. They're all dressed up <laughs> as they're in in, uh, oh, yeah. in Holland. Yeah, look at that. They, it's a big deal. Now it does cater to more senior citizen, older people and they, but they take this stuff seriously. There are over 6 million tulips in bloom for this festival. And by the way, if you ever uh, damage a tulip, it's a hundred dollar fine. Wow. Um, yeah, but, uh, Holland has a population of 33,000 people and yet the Tulip Festival brings in over 600,000 visitors every year. So, I mean, this is a big deal for them and so uh you're like wait a minute what does any of this have to do with beer chad i mean are you going to talk about beer and fun facts or are we just going to talk about tulips and dutch dancing and wooden shoes yes we're getting to the beer don't worry god just be patient to get there people are so impatient 
Well, recently, James just pointed out that there's a podcast out there where people on this podcast brag about only drinking beer from the proper drinking vessel. Yes, they well, you know, they well, 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 James and I are here to give you this public service announcement. We assure you that if you drink a bar- barley wine from a Pilsner glass, it's not going to create a new string, string of COVID. Or if you drink a Hefeweizen from a fishbowl goblet, you won't get cancer. Okay, it's not going to happen. All right, it's okay. It just means you're not getting the most out of your beer. Now, we've talked about beer glasses extensively, including what James and I are both drinking out of, the Sam Adams Boston Lager glass, which I will come back to and discuss momentarily. But your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week, tying this all in with tulip time and the Holland tradition of celebrating Dutch heritage. When experts were asked, what is the universal best beer glass for all beer styles? If you could only have one beer glass on your shelf, what would it be? The answer, the tulip glass. The tulip glass is an inward turning flared rim glass it is the most versatile it has a stem that either limits or allow uh, heat transfer from your hand or allows you to have it it's great for big beers small beers it's a great presentation beer and the only glass that was not taken into consideration with that was the glass that james and i are drinking out of right now which i said i would come back to so your official what's on tap radio fun fact of the week is according to industry experts and brewers everywhere when asked what is the universal best glass to have if you could only have one for all beer styles it is the tulip beer glass now i want to bring this back to the uh, boston lager glass really quickly um they didn't take that in because it was a proprietary glass it's branded it's named for the boston lager so they did not consider that however um the boston lager glass has one flaw (gasps) you know how yeah what you heard me it's got sam lounge written on it i know it doesn't have a stem, so you don't have the choice. Every time you pick it up, technically, you have heat transfer from your hand to your beer, so you don't have that option. However, that that detriment is offset by a benefit that you will only find in the Boston Lager glass. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, the benefits of the Boston Lager glass, aside from it, is the most amazing drinking vessel Uh, with the exception of the stem right there, is that anyone who wants a free puppy or kitten will get one, and every senior citizen attending the Tulip Festival will have a warm Afghan and a piece of Dutch bunkette for dessert. And that's what happens when you drink out of the Boston Lager glass. But again, your official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week, the Tulip glass is considered by far the best glass to have, according to beer experts. And Chad, do you and your bride go to this festival every year? No, I avoid it. it <laughs> there's 600,000 people show up in a town built for 33,000. I moved out here into the country. My wife is a Dutch dancer, though. Oh, interesting. She she has the costume and the wooden shoes, and she is a Dutch dancer. I feel like you need to go and do a live from there. So check out Chad as he goes to the Tulip Festival. Been giving an assignment. We're giving him assignments. All right, that's your official <laughs> What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. All right, we got to take a break. But coming up, we're going to talk about craft beer trademarks And it's baseball season. How much are you paying for beer at every single Major League ballpark? Yep, we're going to get into that. All this is so much more. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Beer. It's like pouring smiles on your brain. What's on Tap Radio continues. Hey, it's Chad Pilbeam, the Beer Logic Guy here for What's on Tap Radio, and we are talking about our friends at The Backyard Grill. That's right, longtime supporters of What's on Tap Radio and located at the corner of West and Jones Road off of Highway 290. You're out there hanging out in the northwest side. You got to stop in. They have over 100 different beers to choose from. 
48 beers on tap. And don't forget, you want to sign up for the Brew Crew. Why? It's entirely free. And the Brew Crew, it's an actual group of people. Great people, great beer, great service. Hang out at the Backyard Grill. And when you're there, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter. Why do you want to sign up for the newsletter? That's also free, and they give you a free gift when you sign up for the first time. And that's how you find out about all the great beer events, beer dinners, and new beer releases. Find out more at thebackyardgrill.com. That's thebackyardgrill.com. Goes out to everybody attending the Tulip Festival. <laughs> Chad's fun fact of the week. Welcome to What's On Tap like, Radio. Dude, we're trying to keep listeners, dude. We don't want to lose them. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of festivals, I am happy to announce coming back since 2019. Because in 2019, over 6 million people attended this annual event. But the last time it was held, it was in 2019. That, want to take a guess what was held in 2019 that, that 6 million people attended? Uh, this would have been the, um, oh, I know what it was. It was the Festival of Crickets. Mm-mm, furry Festival. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Furry Festival. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It was what? Furries. You know, people that dress up as fur. Oh, fur. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oktoberfest is returning. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Beer drinkers will have plenty to raise a stein to this September in Munich after two years of cancellation due to <clears throat> coronavirus pandemic. Oktoberfest will finally be held this year for the first time since 2019. It is scheduled to run from September 17th. You heard that correctly. Well, I said in September. That's not Oktoberfest. Listen to Chad's fun facts. That's why. Oh, come on. September 17th to October 3rd should begin without delay and without restrictions. 
Ooh, well, how about that? Mm-hmm. It uh, makes me wonder, and, I, and I'm not trying to go off. Okay, I am going to go off on a tangent. This is not on the one sheet. We are not planning on talking about this. Remember when the Brewers Association, which CBC Craft Brewers uh, Conference just went on? Yeah, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. I do believe that they required a vaccination card, passport, or a negative COVID test within 72 hours to attend that event. I don't know for sure, but I know, do you remember they made that announcement and they said, everybody's got to have a COVID passport, a vaccine passport, or else you can't go. I and then they backed that truck up. They're like, they backed it way up. They were like, whoa, maybe we'll allow you to become with a negative. So I don't know what they ultimately did for CBC. Maybe we could talk to our buddy, Tom Painter over at no label brewing company who went, we can ask him that question later on. But I would like to know what their plan is for the Great American Beer Festival coming up because if, I'm sure they announced it. We didn't we didn't nope. attend CBC, the Craft Brewers Conference in Minnesota. We had a lot of stuff going on. Right. But if you're just tuning in, Oktoberfest is returning to Munich after two years of COVID cancellations without delay and without restrictions. Now, here's a little unofficial fun facts. Chad's done this fun fact before, but since we're talking about Oktoberfest, it has actually yeah. been canceled due to the pandemic in 2020 for the first time since World War II. Oktoberfest, which has celebrated its official bicentennial in 2010, has been canceled 26 times in its history, mostly due to war. However, COVID is apparently not the first public health-related cancellation. Oktoberfest was previously canceled twice due to the outbreaks of cholera. Is that how you say it? Cholera? Or cholera. Either one. Cholera. (laughs) Cholera. (laughs) Ebola. AIDS. No. Cholera. I don't know. But uh, yeah, very excited to announce that Oktoberfest is returning back in Munich, so get those flights booked now. I don't know what it was. I don't know. It could have been anything. It could have been, you know, uh, I, I don't know, acne. Who knows? But it broke out. Uh, anyway, also speaking of beer festivals, wanted to do a reminder also, Saturday, May 21st, yours truly will be emceeing the first Allegan, Allegan, oh yeah, you heard me, Allegan Beer Festival. It's the Beer Barbecue and Blues Festival at the Allegan County Fairgrounds. Get your tickets, go out there, just do the old Google search for Allegan. That's A-L-E-G-A-N. Yeah, Allegan Beer Barbecue and Blues Festival. And come on out and see us in Southwest Michigan. Our friends Tantric Brewing Company, uh, putting that on with the Allegan County JC's Tantric Brewing Company sponsors our last segment of the episode, which is coming up. And I have a I have a beer that I'm going to be opening up to end the show, and I, I it, it's outside my wheelhouse, but there's kind of a cool story behind it, and we'll talk about that when we get to the end of the show. Meanwhile, there's some other things going on here in Michigan that are uh, somewhat you know since we're talking about employment and work and everything kind of that's going of- on. It's the theme of this episode, working our way for a beer, man. Yes, I like that. Kind of made That's that right. And, yes, and I've got a desire right here. Well, Shorts Brewing Company, located in Bel Air, Michigan. If you don't know where it is, Google it. Do I look like Dora to you? No, I'm kidding. Um, it's, sorry, I got a little angry there. That We're not sure about angry. geography. Wow. But. <laughs> no, I'll hold up my hand. Does that help? <laughs> oh, wait, it's a radio show. It doesn't work. Um it's uh, it's about 45 minutes outside of Traverse City, which is basically where your pinky finger is. Um, so if you hold up your hand, it's you got to go a little bit east and north. And uh, they have a problem with all of the summer tourists coming up there and not having enough employees to work. And part of the problem with not having enough employees, like college students, to come in and help out is that there's no place for the college students to stay because the motels are booked, the VRBOs are booked, 
There's just, there's nowhere for people to stay. College students are part-time summer help, seasonal help. Well, Shorts Brewing Company, well, they got a little creative, and this was pretty cool. They decided to purchase a motel that came up on the market. So the brewery located in northern Michigan, needing some help to find workers and give them a place to stay for the summer season, well, struggling to find people uh, to go up there and do it, they said, yeah, well, the 26-unit Bel Air Inn came on the market, and Shorts Brewing jumped in quick and purchased the hotel with plans to convert and update all the units for short-term transitional housing. And they are looking to hire an additional 20 staff members for their kitchen and front of house operations uh, all around their Elk Rapids campus. Yeah, Bel Air and Elk Rapids. They're, it's like Zealand and Holland. They're close. So Shorts plans to hold uh, space in the motel for the upcoming hires and then also offer other local businesses the opportunity to use anything that isn't filled with shorts employees. So if you're another local business in the area, this is nice. How about that? You know, it's like, hey, we need short-term help too, but we don't have a place to put the people. If there are any available units, Shorts Brewing Company going to offer uh, the uh, Bel Air Inn any vacancies to those businesses first for their temporary seasonal help. So they bought up an entire motel? Yeah. Yeah, 26-unit Bel Air Inn. It, the thing, okay, what you have to remember is Northern Michigan was not the big tourist destination that it is today. It was seasonally more busy than the rest of the year, obviously, because it's beautiful up there. It's absolutely gorgeous country. It, it the, the waters are pristine. The hills, the trails, the trees, everything is just gorgeous. It's beautiful, fresh air. And then all of a sudden, uh, Good Morning America declared Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes the most beautiful place in America. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's our secret. Yeah. No, trust me. I used to tell people, because my grandmother has a cottage up there, we tell people where we go. And they're like, where? Never heard of the place. Like, people lived in Michigan their whole life, never heard of the place. Now, you, you... it's packed. It, everything is sold out. You're you, pr- pretty much from Labor Day or Memorial Day to Labor Day, just booked. And it's packed with people. But now the good news is, is when we go up there, now that I'm 21 and over, yeah, I'm a little over 21, there are a lot of breweries up there. And so there's wineries, there's breweries, there's distilleries, there's live music. But it is very much a seasonal business. And Shorts Brewing struggling to keep up with demand with employees because there is a demand for their product. And their restaurant. Then we talk about there, there's so much a demand for their beer that they were actually delivering their beer via plane. They like, were, yeah, during the, uh, I believe it was during the, uh, I don't even know if it was during the pandemic. I think they just said that we're offering the service basically so that if you were out on Torch Lake, which is, that's where Kid Rock has his place and it's really expensive. I would drop a name there. for him, but he doesn't know us. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I got my picture taken with him over at Outlaw Dave's head, worldwide headquarters. Now, Outlaw Dave dropped name for that guy. But we were uh, we were up there, and yeah, the Shorts Brewing had a float plane, and they were flying in and delivering beer to people on their dock because they, they didn't want people to leave on, like, 4th of July weekend. Why get in the car and drive to the brewery and run a risk of a DUI or worse, um, causing an accident? So stay there, just call us, and we'll airdrop you some beer. It was kind of cool. So Chad lives on a lake. You should try to see if they can uh, deliver some beer to your place. 
they're about th- they're about four hours from my house. So well, it's I know a it's four hour, but it's that's a four hour drive. How hour, hour and a half flight? Yeah. So we have a, we have about a minute left here, and I want to talk about this just real quick. Um, James just recently went on Radio Keokuk's, uh the dude the No Name Dude Show. Oh yeah, uh, did, dudes yeah. with No Name. Yeah. Shout out to Michael Greenwald for inviting me. And, that was pretty cool. And, and James decided that of all the places he wants to go on his summer vacation, he wants to go to the Dinosaur Garden. In northern Michigan, Alpena, Michigan, uh, it's like it's like actually Osakuk or whatever, Osiak, Osiak, Michigan. I never been there. I called them. They have no beer. So James, the the number one destination you have has no beer. But, but there were a lot of destinations that didn't have beer. But it doesn't mean we can't bring a cooler and crack a beer. That's what we talked about on that show. So go back well, and like, check out the dudes with no name, Michael Greenwald, Radio Keokuk. Uh, yeah, they invited me, and I was a fun fun bit they did. It was kind of like a tourist destination they had like brackets and that's what came out on top was this dinosaur putt putt in michigan that i never heard of but <laughs> oh hey, wait don't forget fun. jesus jesus is there too oh, yeah jesus <laughs> is there too oh, God. but it sounds a lot fun more it sounds more fun than hanging out with the giant spool of spine and toilet paper so yeah check that out all right we gotta take a break but still to come we are going to discuss how much you're going to pay at every major league ballpark. We're going to talk about craft beer trends, all this, and so much more. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Beer. It's why we wake up every afternoon. Wakey, wakey. What's on tap? What's on tap? What's on tap? This is What's on Tap Radio. Five, six. More stories to get to. I'm a happy man. Baseball Are you? season is in full swing. Oh, See yeah. See what I did there? See, I did there? See, I was just happy to be working again on a Sunday, you know, when we can have beer, talk about beer, hanging out on the radio, giving people all kinds of uh, the haps that's going on in, in the world of beer. Including some sad news, um, I don't know, James. I mean, you, we, we've got we got some sad stories here. And, yeah, we do. These, I mean, we gotta kind of pepper them in. It's well, not all it's all happy go lucky stories. Yeah, every now and then we gotta sprinkle in uh, stories right. so that's uh, not so good news. Uh, and speaking of that, I want to put a disclaimer out there. Uh, coming up next segment, next hour, we're gonna be doing the hold my beer and watch this. And this week is woof. So. I know. I got a hey, John Clunder. Yeah. Right I'm going to put it, a name disclaimer drop, out there. Drop. Right. You might want to put the old earmuffs on the children. Well, this is a, it's a, it's a dark one. It's a dark mm-hmm. one, but that's coming up. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, he's uh, John, our buddy John over there at Ringnalda Ten Haken Insurance Group, and he's like, he's gonna be listening closely, and he's gonna hear, he's gonna hear a word. Yeah, hang on, let me. And, uh, sorry about and that. And when he when he hears the word, he he may he he may stress a little bit. John, trust me, well, well, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's well, not as bad as it sounds, but we're gonna, it's we're gonna get that bad. In. But. Uh, <laughs> A lot of stories coming out from the baseball world. Remember, we talked about a few weeks oh ago the gosh, Guardians, yes. formerly the Cleveland Indians, but uh, they were greeted with beer cans thrown at them at Yankee Stadium. You also, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays fan, by the way, I looked for an update on that, still have not found that guy who caught the foul ball in his beer glass because Budweiser wants to give him, I guess, free season tickets and free beer. Yeah, he was at it was, a, find him. it was a Rays game. They were playing the Baltimore Orioles, and a foul ball came, and he just held his beer cup up and caught it, and it caught Budweiser's attention. And then <laughs> yeah. they basically said, hey, help us find this guy, and we can get him tickets to the next game, beer included. And a lucky fan was seen holding up his beer, much to the applause. You know, people seated around him. And uh, later in the video, the ball appears to be floating in his brew, and then he chugged the beer. Now, that's <laughs> if you were going to catch a ball in your beer are you gonna chug it uh yeah but you don't know that pitcher's been spitting on his hand and then don't care know, rubbing it in you know, i don't know covid's over dude you don't need to worry about it anymore you can just chug oh wait maybe not okay but um, apparently <laughs> apparently budweiser found this guy and they're probably oh, they did find they him. did find him i was looking for the story okay Appar see this was not okay. on the one sheet so apparently the guy's twitter handle is the other to and he's claiming to be the man who caught the the ball uh But they're trying to verify whether it actually was him or not, and that's where Chad's discussing that there's not any story coming out saying, yes, this, in fact, was the man who caught the ball, and no, he did no, go to that, another game and enjoyed himself another beer on Budweiser. Okay, all right. So, yeah, I heard that story as well, where one guy claimed to be the guy. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, okay. tell, me what, tell me what to do next. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's the guy. And, and they never verified it. Right. So I don't, I don't know... If that's the case. And but, I've been digging. Uh, I've been digging. I went and tried to I have find, two. And there's no mention whether or not uh, he has been the one that uh, was seen catching the ball in his beer. Right. Which I don't know also, if I would necessarily chug the beer. I don't know. I just find that. Yeah. Uh, I'm chugging. But I, I guess you're on TV. And adrenaline's adrenaline And everyone's TV. like, chug, chug, chug. The, go, the pressure yeah. is on. But here's a word of advice. If you are ever going to a ball game... Put down the beer before you try to snag a foul ball. Even though I know it's tough because those foul balls come very quick. But maybe just yeah. take, maybe take a sip while they're uh, you know taking a little practice swings, warm up swings. 
But uh, one Guardians fan found this out the hard way. So with his beer in his right hand, a fan tried to make a one-handed grab on a foul ball during a game. Uh, the Guardians were playing the A's. And the ball went off his hand. And, well, here, I have the clip here. It was... She shows up at the ballpark. She's thinking, yeah, foul ball, that'd be great. Don't need a shower, though. Plus, is the food ruined? Oh, yeah, those nachos are toast. Let me explain exactly what happened he here. He ruined the nachos. Me, so he tries to catch the ball with his left hand, holding a full beer in right hand. I'm guessing that's who his girlfriend or wife sitting next to him holding a plate of nachos. The ball comes in his hand, tries to palm it, doesn't happen. Then the beer goes splashing all over this young lady who's sitting next to him. I'm assuming that's his wife or girlfriend and it goes all over the nachos right so the nachos are gone see this is what i said before this is a sad story because the nachos are toast they're gone we already got color commentary on that but he he wasted what probably like a 14 dollar beer and like eight dollar nachos you know that that's gone i mean just you know 22 bucks gone not to mention tip and, and you know, and you got a dry cleaning, or you got to clean. You got laundry and all that. Other yeah, crap. she was wearing a nice Cleveland jersey. Now that she has to get that clean. Now the saddest part about this whole story, oh, you didn't yeah. even get the foul ball. Didn't it? You went to the people in front of them. It bounced <laughs> to the front of the people in front of them. <laughs> but it's unclear the relations between those two. But uh, whoever it was had a shower of beer all over her, thanks to this one guy who was trying to attempt to catch a foul ball. Now this happened to me. A few years ago, well, probably about 10 years ago, we were at a ball game, and a guy behind me spilt a beer all down my shirt. Yikes. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah, I would be too. In fact, I saw that on a uh, hockey game kiss cam where, you know, the kiss cam goes around. They're showing two people sitting next to each other during uh, a break, an intermission commercial break or whatever, and they're playing music, and they put the little heart around it, and they want the, you know, the guy and the gal to kiss. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and they're going around, they're playing all, and then this couple gets so excited, they're like, oh, they picked us! And, they got the, and the guy just leans, her, and he puts his arm around her, and he's got the beer in his hand, and he dumps it all over the people in front of him while he's kissing. <laughs> just, <laughs> what happened with me is they have these cup holders at the ball game where you can, you know, in the seat, it's, it's basically connected to the seat you're sitting in, and so the person in the seat behind you can put the beer in. But what happened is his knee, I guess, hit the the beer and it flipped oh, the yeah. cup and it went all down my back. And the dude didn't even buy me a beer. You would think, hey, man, I am sorry for that. Let me buy you a beer to make up for that. Nothing. 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 That but, uh, sucks. Your PSA, bring a glove to the ball game, even if you're sitting way out in the nosebleed section, and put the beer down when the batter's taking a swing, all right? Maybe take a sip when he's doing some warm-up swings. And, and a bonus PSA, it doesn't matter if you call yourself a beer ninja, you still can't go over the wall to get a fair uh, foul ball, because if you do, they will kick you out of the park. You do. You touch that ground, even though you're... Isn't that right, Chris Bradley? Even though you're, it's an accident, you're trying to get that foul ball, and you flip over the wall, you're being escorted Former- out. Former co-host of What's on Tap Radio, Chris Spradley, went over the wall and got kicked out of the park. Speaking of flipping over. On national TV. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of flipping over, another sad story coming out of Atlanta, Georgia, Midtown area. Nice area for drinking some beer. 
But uh, the driver of a pedal pub. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on one of these pedal pubs. But I, they I, are I've electric. never have, and I never will, ever. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's they too hold much work. A, they hold, it's too much it work. It is. Yeah, you got to pedal along. But they do have these little electric motors on there. Anyway, um, apparently the uh, driver and organizer of this uh, pedal pub yeah, maybe had a couple of beers too many with uh, the fellow patrons. And while trying to negotiate a turn, flipped the pedal pub mm. and crashed, injuring 15 people, 28-year-old James Anthony Johnson was arrested by Atlanta police for a DUI. That's right. Yeah, it's a pedal pub. Doesn't matter as long. operating a vehicle. Yep, he was operating a vehicle because it had electric motor. Boom, guess what? He also was charged with violation of his business permit. And the pedal pub, uh, well, you know, had 15 passengers on it. It flipped over. And this happened uh, at the corner of uh, Peachtree and 14th, which does not help because if you've ever been to Atlanta, there are a thousand peach trees. But anyway, it happened about 630 in the evening. 15 people hurt, taken to the hospital, according to the Atlanta fire chief. And two people suffered critical injuries. Three were in serious condition. So those pedal pubs look like a lot of fun, right? Yeah, except James just alluded to the fact that you got to do a lot of work. You do. And, oh, by the way, if you're in charge of one of those, don't drink and pedal. And that is not your hold my beer and watch this. That's uh, coming up momentarily. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've never been a fan of the pedal pushing things. I'm not, I don't know. If you want to do that with your bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, that's all you, but. Nope, you won't see me on one of those. All right, coming up next hour, we're going to talk about, speaking of baseball, how much are you paying for every, a beer at every single ballpark? We've got Hold My Beer and Watch This and Craft Beer Trademarks. We're going to talk about that. So what's on tap, Radio? Hang with us. Much more discuss coming right up. Believe in something they say. We believe we'll have another beer. Yeah, this is What's on Tap Radio. Welcome to hour number two of What's on Tap Radio, starting right now. You know, this song reminds me of what I do at every wedding. Rock the cash ball? Rock, rock the cash bar. <laughs> I, <laughs> by the way, that's at Chad Pillbeam on Twitter, and uh, James is over there at James in the Radio. And if you want to reach out to us on social media, it's at What's On Tap Radio. And email is What's On Tap Radio, gmail.com. That's it. What's On Tap Radio at gmail.com. But uh, before we get into the Hold My Beer and Watch This, disclaimer this week. This one's a little dark. All right. Okay. But I had a number of people send me this one. So I'm going yeah. to deliver it. But uh, not. And the story. Wow. It's just a crazy story. But, uh, Chad, you want to crack a beer before we get into it? I do, yeah. So, yeah, unlike I did two weeks ago where I was trying to drink all four of the gift pack from St. Bernardus, I'm taking my time this week. Yeah, which, by the way, somebody brought that up to me and asked me. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, were you the one that was drinking all four beers in a two-hour show? I was like, whoa, 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 not me. That was Chad. That was Chad. I love, we, I love how, yeah, that's right. Yeah, But we do encourage yeah. drinking responsibly on this radio program. And Please. we put a disclaimer on it. I wasn't going anywhere. I was staying there. And one of the beers, obviously, you know, Patters, which Belgian singles, still at over 6%. But I, it, it, was, it was still responsible. And I wasn't working the board. So... Uh, FCC, you know, we're, we're, we were compliant all the way around and, and all was good. But anyway, um, 
I'm cleaning out the fridge. This is what this beer is here. I'm cracking this open just to see how I'm sure it held up just fine. It's the Holiday Porter from Sam Adams. Since I have the Boston Lager glass, I thought, wonder how the Holiday Porter, uh, you know, several months later <laughs> tastes in there. I mean, this is probably a beer that was bottled back in because it came out for the Christmas season. So it probably came out in what July because that's how they do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spring seasons come out in December. Yeah, exactly. Summer seasons come out in March. Yeah, they start bringing them out. Oktoberfest is in you know June. Next week. No, <laughs> next week is October. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so this is the Sam Adams Holiday Porter, roasty, robust. I think it's pretty much a straight up porter. I don't think they add anything to this. It just says right here. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's Flaked oats, generous body, rich flavor. Yeah, it's straight up a porter and smells like a porter. Mm -hmm. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If it's old, I can't tell. I'm not gonna lie. Fan, and yeah, I'm are you a fan? fan? You're a fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like the holiday packs from uh, the Boston Beer Company. Sam Adams does a nice job. Uh, I had my last old Fezzy wig the other day. The holiday beer that has spices in it, and that's a nice, approachable holiday beer. But uh, this is a public service announcement from What's on Tap Radio. James and I encouraging you now to go to your beer fridge. Well, uh, uh, not right now, but when you go to your beer fridge next, look for those old beers that are hiding in the back that got pushed to the back. You might want to start fishing those out and drink them before they go bad. Yeah, you might want to start drinking last year's Oktoberfest now. So for the new one, start rolling out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, you want to do a thing? All right, we've already put the disclaimer out there. Let's do it. Hold my beer and watch this. Brought to you by the Ringnalda Ten Haken Insurance Group, where they'll cover you for just about everything, except this. The biggest word in that tagline, just <laughs> about That's everything. Right. So this one, I, I never really liked doing hold my beer and watch this when it involves children. But like I said, I had a number of people send me this story, so here we go. And, King and City. There, 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 King, real quick. Yeah. I, I've, heard, I've, I've, read, I've read this story, and I want to say there is a hero in the story. Yeah, but, okay, we're going to get into that. All right. So King City, 
Monterey County, California. Uh, police responded to a home one Sunday morning after a man was hit in the face with a bottle on the same night he tried forcing an 11-year-old girl to dance with him. See, police arrived to interview Marvin Hernandez Jimenez, who said that he had a head injury after being hit with a bottle the night before. Hernandez Jimenez had tried to force an 11-year-old girl to dance with him at a party. When she declined his invitation multiple times, Hernandez Jimenez grabbed the victim by the arm and clothing, including her bra, and tried forcing her to dance. People at the party separated the two, and Hernandez Jimenez sat down next to a man that he proceeded to harass. Oh, boy. Hernandez Jimenez elbowed the man sitting next to him after being asked to leave the party and stop. That's when the man decided to hit Hernandez Jimenez with his bottle of beer. He caught him in the face above the left eye. Now, that's my hero right there. That is my hero. That guy just said, you know what? You won't leave the party. You've already been separated. You're a piece of trash. Guys say, you know what? Enough of you. I got a beer bottle here. Bam! So Hernandez Jimenez was arrested and booked in the Monterey County Jail for annoying slash molesting a child under 18. And an emergency protective order was also ordered so Hernandez Jimenez can't have any future contact with the child victim. Here's the problem I have with the story. This next line. The man who assaulted Hernandez Jimenez later turned himself into the police and was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon other than a firearm, meaning the beer bottle. So the man was arrested for hitting Hernandez Jimenez in the eye with the beer bottle. I don't understand uh, that one. Why would I, he be booked if he, well, if anything, because it wasn't it wasn't self defense. It was it was actually so. Here here's the thing. All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to just say so this, this is where right this is what I said. We need that lawyer. Yep. <laughs> and and John Clunder's like we're not insuring anybody in this deal. Okay, Ronaldo Ten Hagen's like no no you're on your own on this one. I don't blame them on this. But here's here's the problem with that. The guy who assaulted with who took the beer bottle and smashed it. While we inside we're all we're all cheering. And if you're not, then you need to ask yourself some questions because if you're harassing an 11 year old, um, I'm sorry. There's there's a big problem here. But. Uh, the problem is, is it wasn't in self-defense. It was out of retaliation. It was out of anger. It was out of retaliation. So he allowed his emotions to get the best of him. And he responded in a criminal way, which is why he smacked, he did that and he was charged. I just hope the but judge drops down, the charges on this or the DA the, drops the, the charges. D, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probation or something like that. You know? Maybe a little community, community service. Ten, five hours community service or something. If anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're holding my beer and watch this. Oof. A man hit in the face with a beer bottle after molesting a child in King City. And and, and the word molesting, not taking in the way that you normally, more like harassment, but the the the, the legal term uh, was was molesting. Again, so. your Hold My Beer and Watch This is brought to you by Ringnala Haken, where they'll insure you for just about anything except this. So that, so, yeah. So I told you I had to put that disclaimer out there. All right, got that out of the way. So coming up, still more to get to. Got a beer to crack. I have a beer to crack. Also, we're going to talk about beer prices at every major league ballpark and craft beer trademarks. All this is so much more. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. This is What's on Tap Radio. Yeah, we're uh, we're sitting here drinking beer. 
and I'm looking at James through the screen, and I'm thinking, you know, this is hard work. Hard work. And we deserve a vacation, and I'm hoping James gets to come back to Michigan. By the way, welcome back to What's on Tap Radio. And uh, as we were talking in the last segment, or earlier in the show, rather, uh, about Kid Rock's place up in northern Michigan, out there in Torch Lake, and my grandmother has a place up near there. I'm hoping James gets to come back and we get to go visit some breweries up there. That's the plan. Because he's earned it. Yeah, I want to be uh, our, our, our buddy Paul Myhill, who's the Colorado beer man who just goes around to every Colorado brewery. I like to do that in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could be that guy. Yeah, you could do that. There's no way. And <laughs> we, anyway, I, last segment, I cracked open a beer. I got the Holiday Porter out of the back of my fridge from Sam Adams Brewing Company. Nice beer. It's it's just a nice, very sessionable 5.8% Holiday Porter. They call it a Holiday Porter. I don't know that there's anything holiday about it. But speaking of uh, earning things, because they work so daggum hard, you know, James Simpson, you've earned yourself another beer. I'm telling you what. So I, I kick things off with the El Segundo, Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager. I am a fan. Uh, it's a great beer. I will be drinking that one again. Uh, but I am out of it. So now I'm bringing a beer. Okay, I'm going to get a beating for this. I don't care. I like this beer. I'm a fan of it. Come at me. Let's go. At James and the radio. But I do like this beer a lot. And this is the Shiner, Shiner, the Shining, <laughs> the Shiner <laughs> Ruby Redbird. This is a grapefruit ginger um, beer. 95 calories, and look, I don't, people, come at me. James in the radio. Talk about, that's not a real beer, James. I'm a fan. And this is a guy. 95 calories. a guy who listens to this show, and that is one of his favorite beers. Really? Okay. Yep, and he's a fan. So So that's one less person that won't get a beating from. Who's that? Mario. Oh, Mario. Okay, yeah. No label name. Yeah, so not only is he a Sam Adams fan, which he's a huge Sam Adams fan, but he loves the Ruby Redbird. By the way, bonus fun fact on our buddy Mario, who's the grand champion over at the Backyard Grill for having completed the most tours on the tap wall as a brew crew member and brewmeister. Um, he's also a fan of Rolling Rock. Yeah, that's an interesting one. But uh, Well, it's because he likes nostalgia. Oh, I got that's you. That's the thing. Okay. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, Rolling Rock. And Mario, if you're listening right now and you're getting mad at me, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Um you only drink Rolling Rock because you like nostalgia. You're you're a traditionalist, and I dig that because I'm the same way. But let's just—it's so not made in the green glass lined fermenters any longer in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Sorry, it's not. But uh, hey, I am a fan of this one, and if Mario is too, I'm also a fan of his. You uh, guys 90, are kindred spirits. Ninety-five calories brewed with Texas Ruby grapefruit and ginger, all natural flavors, and just four percent alcohol. It is what it is, man. I used to drink this beer a long time ago, and the other day I was at my local beer retail. And I saw a six-pack of it, and I was like, you know what? I haven't had that beer in, like, it's been longer than 10 years, longer than my son's been alive. So my son's, so it's been about 12 years since I've had this beer. And I picked it up, and speaking of nostalgia, I took a sip of it, and it brought me back to when I was drinking this beer. When I was young, no kids, had hair. (laughs) Times were good back then, man. And every time I take a sip, it just kind of takes me back to that happy place. And so I I drank that six pack and and since I've gone back and picked up another six pack. So that's James over here and you know he's he's got the song somebody's playing the song. It's too late to turn back now. And he's like, no it's not. Mm -hmm. I can go back anytime I want. That's a good beer man. 
That's a good beer. I'm a fan. I am a fan of this beer. So come at me, if all you <laughs> that drink your sour, fruited sours and all that. I do believe you beer brought that jam. beer up. Didn't you bring that beer up and mention it on the uh, Dudes with No Name show? Yeah, I was actually Radio talking about that because uh, they were asking me what that. I've been feeling lately. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad you asked because, and I explained the story about how I was at the, my local beer retail and I saw it and I hadn't had that. I even thought about this beer in 12 years and I saw it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick that beer up for old time's sake. And I took a sip of it sitting on my porch swing, which is a happy place in my home. As I wave at neighbors, how they drive by and man, oh man, did it take me back to that happy place. So yeah. Mikey that's G. Mikey G. Yeah. yeah. Do a name drop for that guy. All right. That's what I'm bringing. That's what I'm cracking right now. All right. Chad. All right. Trademarks. Right. Speaking of Shiner, Kelly Meyer, longtime friend of ours. New Braunfels Brewing now does a great podcast. He goes around and interviews breweries that have kind of defaulted, and he talks about what they did wrong or what went wrong for them. Remember, he got in a little trademark dispute with Shiner years ago. Really? Yeah, we actually had him on the show. It was, I think it was like Prickling Pear or something like that. I, don't, I can't remember oh, the, the detail. Oh, yeah, the Prickly Pear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And they had a dis- okay. dispute with the Shiner, and I can't remember the results of that. I think they ended up dropping it, but whatever. Trademark is a huge issue when it comes to craft beer. This, yeah, this is big. And here's the thing. It didn't used to be that way because craft brewers kind of looked out for each other. Well, you may remember when Russian River made a beer called Salvation and then Avery made one called Salvation. And they both kind of looked at each other. and was like, well, who made it first? Well, we go to court to fight it out. But then they said, you know what? How about we just take the two beers and blend them together? And we'll call it collaboration, not litigation. Speaking of the Aww. good old days. That's 2004, man. That's kumbaya. That's like sit around and we're... Because we're, it was every craft brewer against big beer. And there were so few craft brewers and they were trying to change the culture. Well, now there are over 9,000 competitors in the craft beer game and things may have changed a little bit. But the story that we're going to is one we've been talking about for a while. And I think we said it went all the way back to 2016 um, with Stone filing a lawsuit against Keystone for their... Uh, sorry, Keystone. Yeah, because if you look at the can, it, <laughs> the Keystone is very funny to me because it said key, very, very tiny. And then it's like Keystone. Stone, <laughs> the font is like 20. And the giant, key, the key is and, like and, three. <laughs> the Stone font. Brewing Company got a little upset about that. Yeah. Well, we, we, I, I was reading some articles about this, and I, I've kind of parsed together some some comments about this, but these are the facts of the story, what's going on with Stone Brewing Company. And I'm sad to report uh, on one level that, well, you know, they say, you know, we, we clutched victory from the jaws of defeat. Well, Stone Brewing Company managed to do the exact opposite, clutching defeat from the jaws of victory, because they emerged from the Keystone trial with $56 million in their back pocket on a trademark lawsuit, defeating the giant Miller Coors and then immediately found themselves as a defendant (laughs) in the Sycamore Brewing case for violating Sycamore Brewing's trademark of keep it juicy. Now you might be thinking, oh, this is just a simple, oh, well, you know, misunderstanding. I know. No, actually um, Stone has a, a large history of dealing with trademark disputes. In fact, uh, according to one source, there have been over 100 different trademark uh, infringements which uh, Stone has filed uh, against smaller brewers. So where where Stone just w- said Miller Coors is acting like a big bully, turns out 
more than 100 times Stone has claimed trademark rights over smaller breweries and being the bully in the classroom. Now, in all fairness, Stone does work amicably to resolve most of these disputes in the courtroom without going to court uh, and avoiding the courtroom uh, and finding a mutually agreeable solution. Um, you know, but they, they managed to look like the David in the David versus Goliath. And now they find themselves being labeled as a bully. And this is something that, uh, beer attorney, Mike drum. Can I drop a name for Mike? <laughs> I don't, Mike and I are good buddies. We hang out when we go to the Texas craft brewers guild, uh, oh, well, conferences, the beer attorney. I actually rock one of his shirts. Uh, it's, it's, a it's a great shirt. But anyways, well, he, yes, Mike, good dude. Yes. So Loves himself the In-N-Out Burger. Before, back, back in 2004, when you had collaboration, not litigation, the, play, the, the, the scene was much more uh, collegial. They were uh, cordial to each other, but not anymore because there's 1,000 new breweries coming into the market every year. There's 9,000 competitors. The pandemic pushed people to put packaging out there that stands out so people are stepping on each other over and over. And with every single lawsuit that comes up, brewers are reminded of their need to protect their trademark. So um, just saying that trademark law is is a really big thing. And the cease and desist that are given, well, that's great for one-time runs. But if you have any beer that's going to be produced more than once, C&D is not going to cut it. And you're going to likely find yourself on the receiving end of a, uh, a lawsuit. So there you go. Trademark law sounds like boring stuff, but I tell you what, it's tough to compete in this with, market right with now. over 9,000 breweries in existence it's very difficult to name a beer these days just putting that out there all right that's our trademark discussion still to come we got to talk about gray area drinkers how much are you going to pay at every single major league ballpark all this is so much more it's what's on tap radio hang with us this is what's on tap radio Welcome back. Chad asked a question. What makes a holiday beer a holiday beer? It's when you crack the beer and it plays this song. <laughs> when you pour it. That's right. It's my favorite Bob Seger song. <laughs> the look on your face is beautiful. Yeah, holiday porter. Uh, Sam Adams Brewing Company. And you cracked open a beer. I did. I did the Ruby Redbird Shiner. 95 calories. I'm just a fan of this beer. Oh, maybe you didn't open a beer then. <laughs> oh, throw in shade. I'm kidding. 3.1 carbs. It's got the independent beer seal on the are bottle you, there. Shiner. Are you counting carbs now, Simpson? Well, you know it's, ba- it's bathing suit season, Chad. You know, i got to slim down a little bit. i got this new Speedo I want to rock. It's a little too small, so i got to fit into it. I just uh, just want to mention that your trip to Mi- you you have a new speedo you want to rock. Okay, guess it's what? leopard your trip print to Michigan too. Just it's got canceled. It's leopard print. <laughs> You're not bringing that to my lake house. No way. Not going to Grandma's cottage either. Not a chance. In fact, not even going to Torch Lake where they're going to deliver beer from Shorts Brewing Company. By the way, if we can make it up there, Shorts Brewing Company, you're on notice. We need beer delivered. So <laughs> let's go, mm-hmm. please. Um. Chad was talking about how trademark laws, right? A lot of breweries, over 9,000 breweries, very difficult to name a beer. You think you come up with a perfect name and you realize there's 17 breweries already that have that name. (laughs) So it's very difficult. It really is. Almost to the fact that like you just have to be really, really, really unique with it. (laughs) 
But uh, the Brewer's Almanac report is out. So the beer consumption in the United States, I wanted to take a look at this. So which states drink the most beer and what is their preferred brand? So the annual consumption stats come out from the Beer Institute's Brewer's Almanac report. While the preferred beer of choice was compiled by data agencies. 2021 beer rankings report, which is based on a combination of surveys combined with Google searches analysis from all over the country. So uh, we have all 50 states. Obviously, we can't get to it in this segment, but we can break down some of our markets, how much they're drinking and what is their preferred beer. And also what states have the most breweries and how many breweries are in your state that you live in? Yeah. And I, and I want to jump on this real quick. I know this is uh, something we didn't talk about during the break, but I, I looked over these numbers, and the state that has the highest consumption in gallons per capita is total bullcrap, and I'll tell you why. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's New Hampshire, and they're always at the top of the list. This one coming in at 41.5 gallons per capita. Okay, and by the way, their number one beer of choice, Budweiser. No. Okay, I'm going to tell you what this is. The reason that their numbers are so high is because they don't have a sales tax, and people from adjacent states will drive over the border and buy all the beer and then go back to Vermont or Maine or Canada or wherever the heck they go to to avoid paying the sales tax on it. So that's a skewed it's number. like it's like Germany. Germany is a duty-free country. So you have neighboring countries that have high taxes on beer that they drive to Germany, stock up on beer and then drive it over the border. Same thing. Yep. So that's that's nonsense. All right. So uh, where do you want to go first, James? You want uh, Well, you you yeah, decide. I was going to I was going to start it off with New Hampshire. Yeah, at 41.5%. But I wanted to look at states like uh, Iowa, that's sitting at uh, 31%, and their preferred beer also is Budweiser, which is interesting to me. But uh, states like California sitting at 24.5, also Budweiser. Budweiser had a lot on this list. Uh, yeah. Go back to, let's go down to Texas, 31.9%. Remember, we're talking about the annual gallons per capita. Preferred beer of choice, Lone Star. 
Hmm. Lone Star. Let's go to the old Michigan where Chad's sitting. 23.6. Again, we're talking about gallons, annual gallons per capita. Wait, what's Michigan? Choice, where are we? Michigan. How many, how many gallons? 23.6. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that's only a little over the national average. So, yeah, we're okay there. Also, we're right about the national average. Budweiser. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I'll tell you right now. Uh, the, the the champagne of Allegan is Miller Lite. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> but Wisconsin, thirty three point seven annual gallons per capita. Their beer of choice, Spotted Cow. Yeah, shocker right there. And thirty three point seven. That's ten gallons more than what we're drinking per capita here in Michigan. Um, yeah, Wisconsin has a. a in fact, I believe. Don't quote me on this. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think it says. I, I think. There's a shirt out there, a bumper sticker. In Wisconsin, was founded in 1857 or something like that, and it says "out drinking your state since Wisconsin, out drinking your state since 1857." <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> they drink a lot of beer in Wisconsin. Speaking of uh, where they drink a lot of beer, Colorado, 28.1, which is not a lot, but with their beer of choice, Denver Beer Company. Really? Not even Coors. Denver Beer I- Company. I don't. I'm. I'm starting to. I'm starting to smell something on this report. Okay, so remember, this report is not conducted by What's on Tap Radio or no anyone affiliated with What's on Tap Radio. This is something from the um, Brewers Almanac report from the Beer Institute. But uh, yeah, Delaware, twenty-seven point nine percent annual gallons per capita. Dogfish Head is the preferred beer of choice. Well, here I'll throw this one out real quick. Uh, Delaware, excuse me, Connecticut. 19.8 19.8 coming in at the smallest per capita because um, we're not counting District of Columbia. That's not a state. Yeah. So. Oh, Louisiana, our neighbors to the east. 28.4%. Abita is their preferred beer of choice. Now, do we have time to go in? Yeah, we've got time. We can go into the states with the most breweries. Yeah, yeah, we're going to look at states. So the states with the most breweries. California, the highest number of breweries in the country, more than Shocker. double than any other states at 1,466. On the flip side, Mississippi, which preferred beer of choice is Lazy uh, Magnolia, uh, has the fewest breweries. The most recent Beer Institute's 2021 Almanac had a listing of only 26 breweries in the entire state. But uh, let's look at how many Texas has since we are broadcasting out of Texas. 532. We're Chad sitting in Michigan, 611. That's a lot of breweries. That is a lot. We got a busy summer, bud. (laughs) And then Iowa, our friends in Iowa, 151. Louisiana, only at 67. So, yeah, we got a number of... We have 611 breweries to go to. Yeah, I can't (laughs) can't make it to all. But Oregon, uh, 431 in Colorado. What was Colorado? Colorado sitting at 500 and... 30, oh, 565. No, 565. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that Michigan has more breweries, roughly 50 more breweries than Colorado. That's, whoo. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm a little surprised by that one there. That one threw me off for a little bit. Did Florida, we do Oregon? Uh, yeah, we did Oregon. Oregon was sitting the 431. at 431. Wow. And Michigan, uh, you know, every time we go to the Great American Beer Festival, Ohio always shows up and they're, 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 Holding steady, four ninety seven. So they're they're doing they're solid. Remember that one year where we there, Florida was wrecking shop. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they have five hundred and five. Hey, what was it? None of the breweries went. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a Florida who went the, up and represented every brewery. The Florida craft every medal. The Florida craft brewers guild uh, guy was there. <laughs> got, got every medal. It got every medal. But what's interesting about Florida? There's <laughs> beer of choice, Stella. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but that, that Florida craft beer guy when he was up there, yeah, that guy, he looked like Mr. T at the end of the whole thing. I can't it believe was there was funny. no one from Florida at that Great American Beer Festival. And he, yeah, he had to go up and represent, and he had all these medals around his neck. He looked like Mr. T. I got a picture of it somewhere. On, it, was, it was very funny. But yeah. uh, there you go, man. That's a look at your beer consumption in the United States. Um, all right, so we've got we got a little over a minute left, and I want to tackle this really quick because uh, there's a new study that came out that said 1.3 million Michiganders are gray area drinkers, and this is a term I've never heard before, and it's targeting 25 to 34 year olds as the largest area of gray area drinkers. And basically, what it's saying is is that the pandemic fueled a bunch of alcoholism, where people stayed at home and got completely hammered, and alcoholism was on the rise. And uh, there are fewer and fewer folks abstaining from alcohol, despite the fact that non-alcoholic beer is on the rise. And so this gray area drinking space is between the two extreme behaviors of acceptable, moderate drinking and those diagnosed with an alcohol use disorder. So 1.3 million Michiganders diagnosed with this gray drinking disorder where you're not quite a functioning alcoholic, but you're above the acceptable moderate drinking level. And it sounds so to me I'm those just are just, I, those I are the ones that just before. those are the ones that just haven't uh, admitted that they're alcoholics. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Okay. They they need a buddy to bring them over the finish line. No, do not do that. That was a joke, okay? That was done for radio. We encourage you to drink responsibly. If anything, we need a buddy to pull you back toward the responsible drinking. So if you're a gray area drinker, uh, start leaning back toward being a little more responsible, please. Yeah, that apparently in Michigan, y'all guys are in denial whether you're an alcoholic or not. Hey, <laughs> I'm sure the other states did a gray area study as well, gray area drinking study as well. It just so happens I got my hands on the Michigan one. 1.3 million, million Michiganders. <laughs> James, leave me alone. Stop picking on me. <laughs> right. Last segment of What's on Tap Radio coming up. What do we have on tap? Uh, we got to talk about how much you can spend at every major league ballpark. And uh, we got a feel-good story. How about getting free beer? We'll explain how. So What's on Tap Radio? Hang with us for the last segment of What's on Tap Radio. We'll be right back. Did you know that six beers a day can reduce your risk of giving a rat's ass? What's on tap? Hey, it's Chad Pilbeam, the Beer Logic Guy here for What's on Tap Radio and our friends at Tantric Brewing Company located in Allegan, Michigan. And we are going to be hanging out Saturday, May 21st at the Allegan County Fairgrounds at the Allegan, or Allegan, Beer, Barbecue, and Blues Fest. You like barbecue, you like beer, and you like blues music? Come hang out with us at the Allegan County Fairgrounds. Get your tickets online. Google search Allegan Beer, Barbecue, and Blues Fest. Brought to you by Tantric Brewing Company. All right, last segment of What's on Tap Radio begins now for this week. Can't waste any time. This segment being brought to you by Tantric Brewing, which Chad is about to crack his third beer of the show. You know, it's funny. Um, I I, I just got a call on my cell phone. I'm like, dude, you know I'm doing a radio show. Uh, It's my neighbor, Jeff, who... He is he is the doctor feel good because he works for a pharmaceutical company <laughs> and I was like oh yeah that's him <laughs> and so here we are and we're cracking open this beer speaking of feeling good I'm feeling pretty good about this week's show James and I'm gonna cap it off here with Tantric Brewing Company 
this is a, a collaboration beer. It's called Something Sweet for You. Now, this particular beer is made with chocolate. It's a chocolate stout made for Valentine's Day using chocolate from Allegan's own Something Sweet for You chocolatier. It's a little chocolate shop right here, and it's owned by a couple of regulars who are also Mug Club members at Tantric Brewing Company in Allegan. So I want to say thanks. Nice shout-out. We're going to do a name drop for that's our Andy and for his uh, wife, Tish. Trish, sorry, Trish. So there we go. A couple name drops right there for them. And uh, they own the Something Sweet for You chocolate uh, candy company and uh, right here in Allegan. And they use the chocolates from there in this beer for Valentine's Day. Tantric Brewing Company, Allegan, Michigan. Bringing you last segment, What's on Tap Radio. All right. So we teased this earlier. We're talking about um, baseball. We're talking about this fan who tried to catch a foul ball. He didn't put his beer down. And because of that, he spilled it all over this young lady who was sitting next to him. And it was at a Guardians game. We're going to uh, figure out how much that beer would cost by this next segment of the price of beer in every Major League Baseball stadium. Obviously, we don't have time to break down every single stadium, but here's some highlights. Now that America's favorite pastime is back in full swing. I know, I love it. Enjoying a beer can cost nearly $12, unless your favorite team happens to play in a few select cities across the country. But the variety in price is shocking. At the Colorado Rockies Coors Field, been there a few times, the nation's cheapest stadium for brews, fans pay just $3. Just $3. And at You're Chase kidding. Stadium, lovers of the Arizona Diamondbacks need to only shell out $4 what per beer. The? No way. Meanwhile, the, no Mets, way. the Mets and Orioles fans watch the game at the two most expensive stadiums for beer in the nation and therefore end up needing to pay about $11.75 and $10 for a small brew, respectively. Wow. Ultimately, when it comes to grabbing beers during the game, relative size matters. Visitors to Boston's Fenway Park can grab their hands on a 12-ounce beer for under $8.50, far from the nation's priciest. But... Look closer and you'll notice that the park really charges the most expensive prices, a whopping 71 cents per ounce at Fenway Park. So that's a nutshell of Dang. it. But I, I wanted to look at some of the stadiums around the league and figure out how much you're going to pay. And we were talking about this guy, Cleveland Guardians, former Cleveland Indians. How much was a beer that he just spilt all over this person that uh, was sitting next to him? Room uh, the nachos, yeah. How much? On the nachos, about five dollars and fifty cents for a twelve really? ounce beer. Yeah, that's well, not too not, bad. Not too bad. I think everybody's getting their like the sanity's coming back into ballparks where they just want people in seats to come and eat, drink, and watch the game. Right. You don't want to shell out too much money. I mean, people are broke these I mean, days. These, these prices are unheard of five years ago. But you know what? What do they do? The um, cup snake at Wrigley Field in Chicago? Oh, yeah. Where everyone yeah, yeah. puts their snake. cups to get the, the beer, beer snake. The beer and snake. It stretches a couple um, sections. Right. They're paying at Chicago Wrigley Field $9.75 per beer. Oh, so uh, Walter, he's out there drinking his Bell's Oberon at $9 a piece. So, okay. How about the Detroit Tigers? Oh, that's Comerica. Comerica Park, not? you're paying about uh, $5 per uh, oh, wow. per beer. And uh, let's look at the Astros. Minute Maid Park, about $7.50. Now, I'm not talking about craft beer. Again, $7.50 right. at Minute Maid Park. 
that's that's about 14 fluid ounces. I'm not talking about craft beer. I'm talking about your just mass-produced beer. That's what you're spending because they're going, oh, I can go get an art car over at Minute Maid Park from St. Arnold for $7.50. Nah, ain't going to happen. I'm just, these are probably like the mass-produced beers. And this is about the averages. So, again, we're just talking about how much you're going to spend at a ball game, how much you're going to spend hey. at the stadium per beer. Yeah, you know, I don't know what you would spend in total, but I know you'd have a great time. If you want to watch an Astros game and not pay for those ticket prices, you could probably head over to No Label Brewing Company, get yourself some beers, sit there and watch it on the game with your friends there in Katy, Texas, have a good old time. you probably pull that off, and it would probably be less expensive because, uh, by the way, free parking at No Label Brewing Company. It is. <laughs> It's interesting, though. It Colorado Rockies, $3 a beer. How about that? I don't, I don't understand that. I don't remember I'm, how much I'm, I paid. I'm, I'm, I mean, the only thing cheaper than $3 beers is, is is free. Well, actually, $2 beers, $1 beers, and then free. Free, right. I mean, But what if you had free beer? Like, free beer. That would be cheaper than three. Yeah, if you have a hookup. But I don't, yeah, I don't... Well, or, but, but here's a question. What would you be willing to do for that free beer? Oh, are you talking about like licking a toilet seat or something? No, I'm not doing no, that. No, I'm not talking about licking a toilet seat. I'm talking about something that requires much less of a commitment, like, I don't know, getting a tattoo. Oh, a, a permanent. <laughs> a permanent. Yes, that's all you need to do. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Devil's Backbone Brewing Company out of Virginia, which was acquired by Anheuser-Busch back in 2016, announcing that they're teaming up with a TikTok tattoo artist, Jake Camerol, um, or Caramel. See, I'm sorry. Slaughtered his last name. I'm not I'm not big on the old TikTok tattoo artist scene. Uh, James, are you... Uh, I know you're on the TikTok, but... Uh, no, I don't know who he is, but I'm interested in checking him out, though. I'm sure he's a very right. talented I, artist. Yeah, I see, I have zero tattoos, so I'm not familiar with this guy. But, uh, hey, Fire Marshal Matt, pay attention, because if you get one of these Devil's Backbone Brewing tattoos, guess what? You get free IPA for a year. Wait, Matt hates IPA. Never mind. Okay, he's out. But yes, you can get yourself one of these popular uh, tattoos that were designed by Jake Caramel. And uh, it's being called, uh, this is interesting, in what's being called Buck Tradition Tattoo Challenge. The first 100 people, 21 and old, uh, years of age and older, uh, who get one of these tattoos between now and June 30th, either from jake himself i'm not even trying to pronounce his last name again or another tattoo artist of their choice it will receive a gift card for one year's worth of buck tradition ipa oh but there's got to be rules though there's so many rules i bet oh that's right the official rules you're gonna have to go to the website yes okay first of all you uh let's see here residents of alabama california and Texas aren't eligible. Sorry, I Matt. I told you there's always something. Oh, man. But Michigan and Iowa, hey, man, we are in. And then uh, you also have to post to Instagram your photo of the tattoo and then the photo of them receiving the tattoo and then the signature of the tattoo artist who gave it to them. And then you got to have it verified by an attorney. And then you got to make sure you get a notary. Get a notarized, oh, yeah. I, made up the, <laughs> I made up the last part. But anyway, the gift card's worth $480 or about $9 a week. Hey, that's not, no way. $9 a week, that is not IPA for a year. That's IPA for a day. Like, seriously, $9 a week? Are you serious? Depending on your drinking habits, you may not. Yeah, it's not enough, all right? 
by the way, speaking of not enough, I got a 16 ounce of something sweet for you from Tantric Brewing Company. This is a really nice chocolate stout. I'm digging, but I'm not afraid to pay for that stout because uh, also I'm not willing to get a tattoo. Uh, in so order to get Devil's it Backbone free. offering free IPAs for a year if you get a tattoo. Would you do that? I, I'm looking at the tattoos, what you would need to get. Not bad looking tattoos, but I'm not sure if I'd get it. Fuck tradition IPA series. But hey, that's this week's episode. Oh my God, I'm looking at the time. We have got to get out of here, Chad. We've got to thank our sponsors. Let's thank our sponsors. Speaking of this segment, Tantric Brewing Company, uh, a no label brewing company. Beer Logic Conference and Events, Ringnala, Tenhaken Insurance Group, sponsors our Hold My Beer and Watch This. Of course, the Backyard Grills, sponsored our Brought to the Table. And of course, Cast Brandon, that sponsors our podcast, which will be posted shortly. Please go out and share it and uh, yep, download all the podcasts. Catch up on all the missed episodes, all the episodes you missed. So for Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Pill, being my beer guru, James, is saying, hey, thanks for checking out What's on Tap Radio. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you join us for another great show next week. Cheers. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.